Hey everyone, I am back. It is V or Veronica. I know it has been a minute. I have been adjusting to my new life situation. Um, so working and that has been amazing. Um, I love when a job challenges me, but we are not here about me. This is about all of you, all of us as a collective. So hopefully you have listened to the first two episodes, just kind of shedding some light into why I started this podcast. Tonight, I want to continue that and just touch on a few new things. Um, one of the things that I wanted to really hone in on is when you get to adulthood, I feel like we do so much unlearning of what we have been programmed in our younger years. And one of the things that, in my opinion, takes the longest is learning to love yourself. Um, so many times we are willing to just give and give and give yet we don't feel that we deserve the same in return. And that's something that I feel we learn and we internalize it. Maybe it's based on the way a parent treated us or, you know, a friend at a young age or another close family member. But either way, know that you are worth whatever you desire to be worth. So if you feel you are unworthy of love, guess what? That's what you're going to attract into your life. And you're going to constantly push people away that want to give you your heart's desires. So take it from me. You are worth every single thing that you dream of, that you desire, Whatever you want to achieve and attain in this life, you write the script for that. Now, will it come to you overnight? Not always. But you can put in the work to get there. I know it took me a long road to get to the point where I actually allowed people to love me. And for those of you who have never experienced that, that is a hard concept for you to fathom. But I always found it easy to give and give and give and love those around me unconditionally. Like it gave me joy to love on them and, you know, do things for them. And, you know, it it didn't even necessarily have to come with something in return. But when it came to them wanting to do for me, I just felt, you know, in the back of my mind, it was always like, why me? You know, and I mean, I have had people do things that just were so amazing for me. But it took a while to get to the point where I could accept it. Um, It is still a work in progress. Because I think in the back of my mind, I always thought that if someone did something for me 
or if I allowed myself to take the help being given, that somehow they would view me as needy or selfish or stingy or some other, you know, useless term. And by no means were they viewing me in that light. Um, That was just some belief that I had made up in my mind and and, um, believed, but it's untrue. So if you are going through anything of that nature, trust me when I tell you positive affirmations do wonders for you. Um, The mind is a powerful, powerful thing and it goes the way that you direct it. So if you direct it towards negativity, that is where it will dwell. But moving right along, um, some of the things that I wanted to touch on in today's episode, um, one of the things that I tried to process over time was kind of getting back to the beginning of where things might have started to go wrong or change in my life. And thinking about some childhood dreams for my future um one of the things that um always stayed in my mind when I was young was I just had this burning desire to be in the medical field that was always in my mind but also coupled with music and so I always imagined that I'd be a big shot doctor of some sort but when the time came to um, continue on as a pre-med student, I just didn't feel it in my heart. Um, I knew that there was some aspect of the medical world that I wanted to be in, but it just, a doctor was just not it. And it took some time, but I am finally finding my little niche in the world, um, studying alternative medicine and I looked back over my life and saw how much I helped women with children or pregnant women. And so I decided why not be a doula? Um, I've coached so many women during their pregnancies, you know, unbeknownst to me that that was even a career. But I love encouraging women to stay positive during their pregnancies because there's so much going on at that time that, you know, it it can be overwhelming emotionally, especially for someone who has come from having had a past abortion or multiple. It can be hard to wrap your head around carrying your pregnancy to term. And part of my healing that is something that stayed in the forefront of my mind as to, um, one, you know, will that ever come to fruition? But I'm at a point now where, yes, that is still a burning desire to be a mother and have my own family, but it is not a focal point of my life. And I also have come to um, the acceptance of allowing life to just be and so if it doesn't go as I you know see it and plan in my time I am okay with the way that it pans out because I feel that it's already destined 
And so what comes, I will be in total acceptance of it. Um, <clears throat> one of the other things that came to mind was um, photos or mementos from the past. I think sometimes those things can also be a key into our thought processes in where we've come from and maybe kind of where we see ourselves going. Personally, I noticed um, that of the hundreds and maybe even close to a thousand photos that I have kept throughout the years, um, they were always happy photos. They were always with me, with people. There are definitely periods of my life where I have no photos, maybe a few here or there on social media, but no actual printed photos. And I think that goes to how I kind of wanted to just stay hidden sometimes in life. Um, It had nothing to do with self-esteem. It had nothing to do with a look or anything of that nature. It just was... I felt stifled when I was around people in the sense of whenever I felt like I was being the center of attention, I would always hear this nagging voice in the back of my head that just would turn all of that negative, like these people don't really like you they're just around because you're funny or this or whatever and I also would hear some of the schoolgirl tauntings which I know is absolutely insane as an adult but I definitely would hear some of those flashbacks um I grew up very confident in myself and I was by no means the average female um by American standards, I have always been obese. Um, You know, growing up, I hated my smile, yet dentists always told me I had a perfect smile. I was always complimented on my skin. Um, One of the main things is people would always talk about how I was light-skinned or red bone or whatever. So in my mind, I always felt beautiful. Um, But others who didn't have that confidence would kind of try to shut me down and call me cocky or conceited or full of myself or whatever and I think over time hearing it so much I took it to heart so there came a point in life where I started to just kind of start to hide behind people and I think that was at the point where I became even more promiscuous um I felt like well maybe if I lived in the shadows and behind closed doors maybe that would fill some of that social void um but also in looking through that and and seeing how I kept certain photos I also um with my uh relocation at the end of the year I went through it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be but there was a lot of letting go of things that I considered sentimental and I had to do like a mental check of why, you know, why do you feel these things are sentimental and why do you feel this nag in you when you're trying to let them go? So I encourage everyone to just 
go through a checklist of life and emotions you're holding on to, people you're holding on to, things, whatever it is. A checklist of why. What good does it serve you? You know, um, are you ever going to use it? Just kind of go through that just to kind of bring yourself some clarity. Um, Let's see where else did I want to go? Let's pause for a moment so I can gather myself. And I am back. Okay, so along those lines of taking an inventory, as I was saying, um, one of the things that I want to point out is that in order to heal, to move forward, sometimes you have to journey backwards. And I don't mean that in the scope of living in the past, but I do mean that you have to visit the past where the trauma occurred, where the hurt started, to heal it and move forward with your life. It is a bumpy road. It is a journey in and of itself because when you get to that destination, when you get to that place of hurt, that place of trauma, that place of disappointment, those feelings are going to return. And if you're going this alone, I really encourage you to journal, um, record some thoughts, whatever you can do to make sure that you don't just get stuck there. Um, the best thing is really if you had someone to, to go through this journey with. Um, and like I said previously, I am here Um I believe my email is at the podcast. If it's not, you can definitely send me a message. And I have no issues with connecting with anyone. And I just want to repeat, I am not an expert in this. By no means. But I am someone who has been there, done that, and got over the hurdle. And continue to get over the hurdle. Um, So just know... It is not going to be a walk in the park. It can be very scary. But you can do it. There is nothing that we can't do that we don't put our minds to. We just have to tap into our own power. And so in visiting your past, in visiting where things took a turn... And if it's multiple for you, visit each time, you know, so that you can heal each and every instance so that you can move forward in that. Um, Some people have created alternate memories for those times. So you might have to dig a little deeper to discover your own truth. But I do want everyone to understand that this healing journey is so important. It's so important because for some, it is coming to the realization that that was a dream shattered for them. Maybe that was the child that they were meant to have or, 
you know, whatever have you, whatever you were going through at that time. But just continue to know through all of it, you are love, you are loved, and you can be light. You can be your own light. You can be light to someone around you. But just know that you are worth it all. You are worth the healing. It just takes one. One person to heal and spread that on to the next one. Um, just think of it as when you put a band-aid on something and you keep ripping it off. It can't heal. So when those thoughts come up or when the dreams return and you just shake it off, that's like continuing to slap the Band-Aid on and rip it off because it needs to heal. So take the journey. Have the faith. You can do it. Stay open-minded. Stay with an open heart. Don't numb it out. And just remember, I am here because I believe in you and I know that you are worth it. With much love, peace, and everything else positive that I can send out to you all through this message, please receive it because... You all are worth it. Thank you for listening.